0: today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. A lot of people will say, yeah, can't wear helmets when you're tobogganing. That takes the fun out of it. You know, they, wear, they wear helmets skiing now. You go to a ski hill, man, most of the people have helmets on. And when you think about it, it makes total sense. But where do you draw the line between safe and bubble wrap? Well, uh, we remember that, uh, well, I guess the debate with tobogganing in Hamilton's been going on for some years. Uh, ever since, uh, I believe, oddly enough, it was a lawyer who sued the city for like $900,000. And so the city said, well, the hell with that. We're, cr- we're closing everything down. We're getting rid of the, no tobogganing, no fun. They always say Ottawa is the city that fun left behind. But, you know, you're thinking, my goodness, maybe Hamilton's turning into that. And then, of course, I remember talking about this last year when they were debating all of this. And, you know, at the end of the day, whether you permit it or not, I'm not sure if you're any less or more liable. Uh, Let's bring in uh, Brian Simo. He's a personal injury lawyer. Ross McBride, he is with us now. Hello, Brian. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for taking the time to join us. No, great to be with you, Scott. Uh, so has the city opened itself up for liability here by allowing tobogganing on these four hills? You know, it's a
1: great question, and it's it's an interesting one. Um, you know, ironically enough, I, I don't know if it was you and I chatting about this a year or two ago. I think You're, it
0: might have been, yeah.
1: Do you remember the ban that they had?
0: Yes, exactly. The, yeah, I think we this, talked
1: about this. Yeah, we they had this ban, but it was a ban that, as I understood it, they were basically advertising that they weren't enforcing. And we were questioning whether or not that would protect them from liability. Right and now, now they've done, and I actually suspect we'll have to pull the tape. We'll do the Don Cherry where we we'll pull the tape and see if we were right. But uh, we'll have to pull the tape and check. But you know, I think one of the things we chatted about was uh, maybe they'd be better off having controlled environments that they do some inspection on and, and do a reasonable job of trying to keep safe and allowing you know permitted tobogganing in certain areas. And not allowing it in others. Maybe that would be a better idea. And now, of course, that's exactly what they've done. So I guess we're on uh, consult with the city right now. I remember having (laughs) this discussion,
0: Brian, because, like you said, I remember asking you, if they say no tobogganing, does that take them off the hook? And I don't believe it did, did it?
1: Yeah, well, I think what we chatted about was that it was unlikely if they weren't enforcing that at all. If all they were doing was putting a blanket statement out there saying we don't permit it, but then doing nothing at all to change anything or enforce anything or make anything safer or bar access to anything, well, I mean, it's just a statement, it means nothing, right? Uh, but, in any event, i don 't know that it was ever tested in court uh, as far as uh, from a liability perspective goes certainly i 'm not aware of any cases where anyone attempted that. but
0: you talked um, about a reasonably safe hill. what makes a reasonably safe hill
1: oh good another good question What what does make a reasonably safe hill? You know, I go back to my childhood and I remember. The hills we used to toboggan on, and and I just heard you chatting about helmets and whatnot. We never wore helmets. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: or they'd be sheets of ice. You know, it's shocking we survived um, because those were not reasonably safe, and we should have had helmets on. But uh, you know what makes a reasonably safe hill? If you look at that case that you mentioned, uh, the case which again I'm sitting in the same office where I think that decision was drafted um, many many years ago by uh, the uh, Honorable Justice Fedak. But um, if you look at what was unsafe in that case, uh, as I understand it, there was, like, piping at the bottom of the hill with certain, um, like, ditches that people went into and they could strike these, like, drainage pipes. Oh, man. You know, the stuff that you, you think about and go, you know, that's obviously not something you want to be steering a toboggan towards. Uh, so the city right now has, I'm just on their website, permitted tobogganing hills. Looks like there's four of them.
0: Yeah, Shadok, uh, King's Forest, uh, Garth and Stone Church Reservoir, and Waterdown Memorial Park.
1: Yeah, and if you, if you look, it's, uh, they've got great overhead views of where they are, where they permit tobogganing, and in most of them it looks like they're either really on golf courses with great big wide fairways, um, or they're on what look to be kind of like soccer-type fields with yeah. no trees at all. You know, that's, that to me at least looks like a great example, one of the baseball fields here, um, of you've got no major obstacles, you're not heading toward any type of tree or something hard for someone to strike. There's no major drainage ditch where there's a sudden drop that someone could go over and and strike something, you know. But at the end of the day, um, the weather conditions dictate safety as well. Mm. You know, if if we get freezing rain, guess what? Those hills aren't going to be safe either.
0: Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to three on AM 900 CHML.